Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Shannon Payne. And today... Is it lucky? Is it unlucky? Who knows? Who knows? It's Friday the 13th. Guys, it's Friday the 13th. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This day is like... Do you ever get excited about knowing like a Friday the 13th is coming up? I do, especially when they're in October. Yes. Something about Friday the 13th in October is just like... That's that's magic. Yes. Like all the spooky things are Mm -hmm. happening. All at once. It's exciting. I'm getting some of our social posts ready for this episode, and this is like a special spooky episode. Oh, it's it's cute as hell, and I'm not taking any comments on that. So, oh, it's adorable. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I am so excited, and like, yeah, this is really exciting. This is episode 13 on Friday the 13th. 13th. So cool. It feels cool. I mean, so much about this has felt very red string of fate. Just like, oh, it just happened the way it was supposed to happen. And when I saw that episode 13th would come out on the 13th, I was like, everything is coming up, Liz and Shan. It's true. It's just wonderful. It's glorious is what it is. (laughs) It's so perfect. Really, really happy about it. Thanks for coming along, everybody. Appreciate you all. (laughs) Who did we say? Okay, so we have Shannon had the best idea. I was really excited about this idea. Maybe it's like cliche. I don't know. I was super excited. The right kind of cliche. I feel like it is. So since it's Friday the 13th, we're going to give you 13 pretty awesome facts about Friday the 13th in history. That's really exciting. Okay. Okay. I love it. You are first. Okay. Number one. So number one, Friday the 13th can come in threes. So, in a given year, there is at least one Friday the 13th. Every year. Every year. There is always going to be one. There cannot be more than three in a year, though. Oh. So, it's either one, two, or three. Cannot go more or less than that. The longest you can go without a Friday the 13th is 14 months. Oh. Well, that's longer than I would have guessed. I'm that's a long time. pretty surprised. And then, um, for it to be a Friday the 13th, the month has, has to start on a Sunday. Okay. I like a a Sunday start calendar just because that's what's really common in the U.S. So that would be really like nice looking. It would be beautiful. Yeah. I use those Hobonichi planners. Yes. And sometimes I get the Monday start one and it's pretty confusing. I just, yeah, (laughs) that's really rough. It just doesn't match any other calendars that I look at. Right. So your brain has to do this like translation. Mm -hmm. But it's nice because the weekend's all at one end of the calendar. See, I always wondered why we broke it up. I don't know. America has, the United States has to do something different than the way everybody else does it. That's true. We can't be the same. It's a little frustrating. It really is. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So it has to start on a Sunday. That makes sense. So 13th would end up on a Friday. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know why I like saw that and I was like, oh, wow. I, I was shocked by it. I shouldn't be. <laughs> but I'm not surprised <laughs> no. that I was shocked by it. I didn't know you could have that many. I didn't know you could either. Like, it just seems like there's never that many. Like, I always feel like it's been forever since the last Friday the 13th. I could tell you when there were three recently. Oh, yeah. In 2015, there were three. In February, March, and November. Oh, February would be a beautiful month to have it be, uh, yeah, to be three. Or to have it be a Friday the 13th, because that month would just, like, be a solid block. Yes. On our on our calendar. That'd be perfect. <laughs> um, in 2017 and 2020, there were only two. 
that makes sense. There were two Friday the 13th in 2020, and that feels... That feels right. That feels pretty accurate. But there's only going to be one this year. It's a real bummer. And it's today. But it's ours! <laughs> <laughs> um, our second fact. Okay, here's some stuff that happens around Friday the 13th. This is from a History.com article, What's So Unlucky About the Number 13? Researchers estimate that as many as 10% of the U.S. population has a fear of the number 13. And each year, the even more specific fear of Friday the 13th, known as... Oh, I have to go to my note that tells me how to pronounce that word. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to give... It, you're gonna. It's one of your facts. You we'll can say it. Away. <laughs> um, it results in the financial losses in excess of $800 million annually because people avoid getting married, traveling... Um, and sometimes even working on Friday the 13th. I was reading that, like, if you really want to travel somewhere, airfare, go on Friday the 13th. If you're not scared of it, it's not it's not uh, unlucky, right? Exactly. If And I don't know, power move, make it lucky for you. Right. Well, I learned this cool flight finding trick from TikTok where you um, don't pick the day. I'll have to show it to you on okay. Google Flights. And it just brings up... Um, the cheapest flight to you just on a map, all the flight, the cheapest flight to that place in your time frame that you put up like a oh, weekend nice. or a week. And so you can just scroll through the earth and be like, oh, that's a good price. I'll go there. Done. So hopefully I can just line up one of those windows Friday the 13th. I'll save even more money. That would be perfect. Because flying is expensive. Flying is real pricey. And the thing is, I don't even like doing it. So I, I feel like I should get a discount. I feel like that should happen. Like, it's one of those weird things where I get excited when I know I'm going on a flight. And then for like the first like five minutes on the flight, I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then you're just stuck there. And it's awkward because the bathroom situation is wild. Because you and I are both the same where, like, we don't like being, like, in a public area with mm -hmm. bathrooms. And that is, like, I feel like that is the most exposed bathroom on the planet. Yes, it is. And it feels dangerous. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't like it. I just, what? Where does it go? And can I also go there if I'm not careful? What if I accidentally, like, sit <laughs> or, like, the lid pops up? I don't know. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do an episode on that, but I do need some answers. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm not doing an episode. Is it safe in there? Will you guys tell me if it's safe? <laughs> <laughs> really oh freaks me out. It's not good. It's not good stuff. <laughs> well, do you want to know the different names? Yes. Okay. So, factoid number three is there. So, I think we all know the fear of the number 13, Chiscadecophobia. Mm -hmm. So, play on that. Fear of Friday the 13th. There are two names. First one is the Norse version of this. Um, it's, this is going to be rough. Frigga Triska Decophobia. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes. Well done. Frigga being the North, the Norse goddess of, and that's, it's their name for Friday. Mm -hmm. And then the second one, oh my gosh, you guys, I had, I listened to a video that told me how to do this. Paris, Paris mm -mm, that's not it. Start over. Paris yeah, just help me, Liz. Where's my little note? Paraskiva Deca Paraski Paraskivi Deca Triophobia. Paraskia. It's the the I is supposed to make an E sound. Paraskivi Deca Triophobia. Paraskivi Deca Triophobia. That's Greek. Yep, because Paraskivi. Paraskevi is Greek for Friday. Yes. 
So wild <sighs> names for those. Are we going to let Brian put that whole thing? I know. I don't. <laughs> I leave that in your hands, Brian. <laughs> well, if everyone hates it, it's your fault. It's all on you. That's no no pressure. That was a big word. Okay. That's tough. I did. I listened. I listened to the video like 20 mm-hmm. times. I had it down last night. <laughs> and then today happened. And then today hits. You know, the thing about days mm. is that you have to do the whole thing to get to Wh- the last part. Like, why? Why does that have to happen? Oh, it's rough. <laughs> really rough. (laughs) So why is the number 13 so unlucky? That's number four. Let me tell you. A lot of people um, go back to the Code of Hammurabi. It's one of the world's oldest legal documents. Um, And they say that it's it's missing like the number 13. The laws are numbered and it's missing that one. And that means it's always been unlucky. Um, It turns out it was actually just a translation error. And that code doesn't even list the laws numerically. So that's (laughs) kind of like a a colloquialism like it. okay. it's just a thing we've been saying but it's not really true um the number 13 might not be so bad on its own 13 might it might just be the victim of following perfection <laughs> <laughs> the ancient Sumeria, sumerians were super into the number 12 and they went as far as considering it a perfect number okay but have they had a baker's dozen of just anything it always feels like I can eat that one in the car and Seth will never know. All right. I think that's why they're <laughs> Here's a dozen of these things and one for you to eat in the car. That's a baker's dozen. That's the perfect number. Mm-hmm. Call me if you need me to do any donut commercials. I'm available. <laughs> one for you to eat in the car. It's very poetic. It's very poetic. <laughs> no one will ever forget. No. <laughs> okay, so they actually based their numerical system around the number 12. And we still use some of those measurements today. Like there's 12 months in a year and two 12-hour halves of every day. Oh, okay. Time's a pretty big deal. That is is true. Um, Western cultures have historically associated the number 12. This is from History.com's article Friday the 13th. Western cultures have historically associated the number 12 with completeness. There are 12 days of Christmas, 12 months and zodiac signs, 12 labors of Hercules, 12 gods of Olympus, and 12 tribes of Israel, just to name a few. That's a lot. Yeah. So it's really not that it's not 13's pro- fault. It didn't it's, do it's this. It's really because 12 is so good. People got scared about 13. Mm. But you know what? It's Taylor Swift's favorite number. I was going to say that. So I think it's her lucky number. Right. So I think that that really counteracts a lot of it. I feel like it does. Like a like, yeah, a negative and a positive. Now it's just nil. Yeah. It's just a day. It's just a day. Because, uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift's love is enough to counteract everyone's fear of Friday yes, the 13th. Yes, it is. It is that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she says Problem so, solved. I believe it. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. I love it so much. Oh, okay. Oh, yours is number five. Mine's number five. Okay, guys. Um, 13. 13 has a bad rap at dinner parties, apparently. It's a real shame. <laughs> it's a real, real shame. So we kind of we kind of talked about Norse kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Norse mythology. Mythology and its uh, influence. Influence. Oh. The I word that I was like, I was gonna say implications, and I'm like, that's that's not the right word. <laughs> it's adjacent. It's kind of adjacent. <laughs> so one origin story for Friday the 13th is um so, trickster god Loki, he gate crashes a party in Valhalla that he is super not invited to. 
Um, and he, when he arrives, he happens to be God number 13 to make it into that party. And gods are very sensitive. They really, really yeah. are. So he was like, he was already just, it was already a bad thing, but now he's number 13. Um, so as the festivities of the night ensue, Loki deceives blind God Hoder into, in, into shooting his brother Balder the god of light and kindness and just all things good. <gasps> Loki. I know. And so he, um, Hoder does. He shoots him and he's dead. He's gone. The god of goodness and light is dead instantly. Why does it matter that it was a frankincense-tipped arrow? Did you find that out? I didn't find that out. Oh, well, maybe I'll make a TikTok about that. I need shit to make TikToks about. That's fair. I think that's a good idea because, like, I wanted to know. Yeah. I, I just, I, no I'm not going to lie. I, came, I had so much Friday the 13th in my brain. I lost it when I, I thought about looking it can't up. Just go down these frankincense rabbit holes. I mean, we can. We're gonna. Yeah, that sounds like a good <laughs> idea. So, thirteen guests killed the god of light, making the number thirteen just wildly unlucky. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna combine that with this idea. When Norse and German cultures kind of began to combine a little bit more, the myth became that the goddess Frigga, who is Friday, um, was banished to a mountaintop and labeled a witch. She's my favorite one. She's super cool. Mm-hmm. Story goes that every Friday, Frigga, 11 other witches, and Mr. Satan himself, so a group total of 13. It makes it a party. They get together and plot all the terrible things they're going to do to people for the coming week. <laughs> well, you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. <laughs> I just, I read that and I'm like, she's so cool. Yes, she is. Frigga with her magic planner. Frigga. But obviously we can't just have Norse mythology. Christianity has its roots in this as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to be real mad if you don't let them have their say. So I'm going to give them their say. (laughs) (laughs) So Christian roots for Fear of Friday the 13th. Um, So the Last Supper included the 12 apostles and Jesus. Mm -hmm. Of course, the 13th guest among this was Judas, who later betrays or who already betrayed Jesus because next day is Friday. Yeah, we just don't know yet. We just don't know yet. So next day on Friday, Good Friday, Jesus is crucified. So the 13th guest at his final dinner party is the one who... Made it a bad made luck Friday. Made it a bad luck Friday. Um, so there's that. Um, so there's also in Christianity, Friday is supposed to be the day that Eve convinced Adam to eat the forbidden fruit. Debatable. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Friday is also supposed to be the day that Cain killed Abel. I mean, I can relate to wanting to get all your work finished up. Have I get your weekend it. free. I understand. I would get it done that day too. Well, know something fun that I didn't know till I married Seth? Yeah. When Cain kills Abel and then he gets turned into maybe Bigfoot, um, Seth inherits the birthright. <laughs> how cute is that? Oh, that's adorable. And I was like, how did you remember? And then I was like, oh, don't be an idiot. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> His name is Seth. His name is Seth, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Elizabeth story in the Bible. I don't so think there's ever sense. a Shannon story in the Bible. Or if there is, then I obviously did not pay close enough attention. When I was in my um, medieval... British lit class, we learned um, about Judith from an apocryphal book of the Bible, so it's not canonized. Okay. And she was amazing. So Judith's a great name. I could see that. I know some good Judiths. She had this whole situation. It's been a long time since I read it, so hopefully I don't get it all wrong. But she was like the queen or the princess of something. Okay. People are going to battle and they're not going to win. They're either being attacked or meeting for battle. I'm not, I can't remember which. And so while everybody's asleep to save her people, she sneaks across the lines into the tent of their captain and cuts his head off. Oh, damn. Ends the war before it starts. 
Hell yeah. What a bad bitch. She is the baddest. Judith. Names available if anyone's looking. Sounds great. It's a great one. That's a good name. Plus Jude, Judy. It's super cute. Lots of fun things. I love it. There aren't a lot of Judys anymore. There aren't a lot of Judys. Get a refill on that. If I ever decided to have kids, which I maybe mm. it would be Judith. We could buy one from somewhere. We could. Elizabeth Taylor did it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We could do yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> can I can I buy one that's already eighteen and I just get to like go on like fun trips with them as adults? Oh, I really like that idea. I, somebody who just needs like an auntie mm-hmm. you could be, you could be their mom and i'll be their their aunt and we'll have girl trips it's perfect i like it yes deal this is the plan only cool 18 year olds please apply <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> if you're not cool sorry i just i can't handle that you in my life cool. i don't think you could handle me either though to be fair but yeah we uh and you're not allowed to say anything about how we won't let go of our millennial fashion sense because we like it and we can't change it's just staying forever and i'm i'm sorry about that i remember making fun of people not making fun of but thinking like how do these adults not get it like that's not what's in fashion right now i don't care and now i don't care i don't at care all. at all no <laughs> really i look at like the I, young teenagers and i'm care, like no but i don't care i don't I have some all. air force ones they're cute they're heavy oh yeah they're really heavy shoes oh they're they're wild i guess dunks are cool now i'll have to get some dunks Let's see if they're lighter Okay, you'll have to report back. I'm curious. I am going to get the um, the platform vans. <gasps> I want those. Hell. They're adorable. Oh my gosh. See me traipsing about in those bitches. They'd be so cute. I'm really excited. What did we just do? Number five? Number five. Number six. Okay, so here is another um, myth about why Friday the 13th is unlucky. Okay. Another possible origin story. Okay. Um, we're going to have to take it all the way back to the Knights Templar. Ooh. It's exciting, isn't it? It is. I like it. <laughs> this is from um, that same history.com article, why Friday the 13th spelled, oh, this is a different one, actually. Why Friday the 13th spelled doom for the Knights Templar. Oh. Way to give away the story. I know. Article they, like, title. right Come in the on, title. Barbara. Barbara wrote a couple of these. She's mm. really in Friday the 13th. Um, so here's a quick quote explaining a little bit about the Knights Templar just to catch us up. Founded around 1118 as a monastic military order devoted to the protection of pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land following the Christian capture of Jerusalem during the First Crusade, the Knights Templar quickly became one of the richest and most influential groups of the Middle Ages. Thanks to lavish donations from the crowned heads of Europe, eager to curry favor with the fierce knights, um, by the turn of the 14th century, the Templars had established a system of castles, churches, and banks throughout Western Europe. Barbara doesn't use the Oxford comma. comma. Oh, okay. We can still be friends, but I, I, I just want to mm. give her that note. You could, you could use it. It's okay. Yeah. It's better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was this astonishing wealth that would lead to their downfall. So that's the backups. So a month before the whole thing goes down, mean girl and greedy anti-Semite King Philip IV of France <laughs> was not a cool dude. No, not at all. Um, he starts passing notes around like Europe's study hall um, <laughs> saying that the Knights Templar are down with some like witchy magic, sexy ritual business. Uh-huh. 
um, which is apparently not good, but oh, sounds very cool sounds to me. Great. <laughs> we have all the money in the banks. Now we're going to do sex surprise parties. Why not? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So um, in the early morning hours of Friday, October 13th, 1307, Grandmaster Jacques de Molay and over 600 Templars were um, arrested based on um, the mean girl's notes. My goodness. A lot of them weren't even knights. They were bankers and business managers and like managing the farms and stuff that the Templars owned. Um, they're charged with heresy, which is basically the Middle Ages most general charge that really just means the king doesn't like you anymore. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it's like you did bad stuff about Christianity, but really it's like, okay, say it's heresy. I hate that guy. Yeah. That's pretty much what that That's what is. it is. Um, devil worship, which is rad. Spitting on the cross. Didn't know that was that big of a deal. Homosexuality. Yup. Mm-hmm. Fraud and financial corruption. The last two are, are legitimate crimes, but they didn't do it. Okay. Or they did. I don't Maybe. actually know. Maybe. But it's fine. Mm. Anyways, that's what, that's what Philip said they did. Um, almost all of the Templars that were arrested are tortured, like, horrifically. Okay. Dan Jones. Is Dan Jones the Da Vinci Code guy? Oh, is he? I think he is. Do I have Da Vinci Code up there? Can you see that second in Red Book at the top that the plant's in front of? Does it say Dan Brown? Dan Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Da Vinci Code guy. (laughs) All right. So he also wrote a book called The Templars, The Rise and Spectacular Fall of the Knights Templar. Oh, um, he wrote a little bit about their torture. <laughs> it's just a little fun fact. Um, on one of the accused's hands were tied so tightly that the blood pooled in his fingertips. Oh, God. And he was kept in a pit no wider than a single footstep. Which made me freak the fuck out. Not okay with that. No. Not okay with that. Um, many of them were likely stretched on the infamous rack or had their feet dipped in oil and held over a fire to burn. The most common one is when they tie your hands behind your back and then mm-hmm. put a rope around your wrists and hang you by that <gasps> to, like, dislocate your shoulders. Yep. Sounds horrible. That sounds awful. So they go through some really bad stuff. And as we have learned from uh, a lot of true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. um, torture leads to false confection- confessions. Obviously, yes. So, um... It resulted in a lot of false confection, confections, <laughs> a lot of lying candies. Damn it. Candy? <laughs> Don't make light of it. This is serious. <laughs> it's true. A lot of false confessions, even even from the Grand Master, from Jacques de la Molay. Um, then the Pope gets involved, as per usual. It's a real mess. And then by 1314, many of the Templars have died. Um, falsely confessed to be released or they've been executed. Some of them were burned at the stake. And then in the spring of 1314, the Grand Master and several Templars are burned at the stake in Paris. And that kind of like, it brings us all to the end of the era of the Knights Templar. And it all started on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not over how cool they were because we still talk about it all the time. We still definitely talk about it. So there, Philip, you're just a dick. That's pretty much what it is. So that's one of the that's one of the reasons why we think it might be super unlucky. It feels like a good reason. I to feel me. like that's a good that's reason. That's a bad Friday. That's the 13th. a real shit Friday. It's not great. No. Ugh. You want to hear about a happier Friday? Well, not happier, but more like productive Friday the Thirteenth. Love it. Tradition. Okay. So number seven, 
Finland's National Accident Day. <laughs> come on, Finland. <laughs> come on, Finland. I mean, I think this is actually like pretty cool. So obviously there can be more than one Friday the 13th a year. Mm-hmm. So they just pick one. So for this year, it would be today. So and they picked Friday the 13th kind of because of the connotation, but also because like there's always going to be a Friday the 13th every year is what's kind of their thought process behind it. I like the idea because you want to bring attention to accidents. Right. So put it on like a floating holiday. Exactly. Where it can sneak up on us and still be important. Exactly. I like that. I think it's pretty cool. Um, So for them, like it started out as a day to increase focus on car safety in the country. Um, And it began in 1995. And why this kind of started was because at the time Finland was seeing a large number of automotive accidents. So they had approximately 1 million that year that resulted in about 2,800 deaths. Car accidents are terrifying. Oh, they're awful. Like it was a, it was kind of a big deal. Like they needed to do something. So they figured, Hey, everybody knows Friday the 13th. It's unlucky, Mm -hmm. but let's make it a good thing. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. And now they've added additional safety topics um, to prioritize. So one year it was about workplace safety. Um, another one, another year it was uh, safety in the home. Very important. I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's they, they took the unluckiness from it and tried to, like, make it a focus on, like, let's fix some things that are unlucky that we can make lucky. Finland. Solving yeah, problems. Right? It's, it's kind of no beautiful. wonder they're so happy. It makes sense. Just all those... Baby Bjorns. <laughs> That's Finland, right? I think that I, it's a, yeah. Doesn't matter. They're great. Uh, it's fine. They're good. They can do whatever they want. They can honestly. do whatever they want. They're like, we fucking know. Obviously. <laughs> we stopped asking you guys a long time we ago. We did our own thing. Only Amer- Only the United States thinks other people are asking them. That's true. <laughs> that mm, That's real. That's a real comment there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Finland. Love you. You guys Mwah. are the best. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Oh, this one's funny. This is the 13 Club. Ooh. So in the late 19th century, a New Yorker named Captain William Fowler um, was like, I don't know why it's so unlucky, you guys. So he wanted to like start a club to make the number 13 cool again. Mm-hmm. I don't even like saying making anything, anything again. <laughs> Rephrase <laughs> that for yeah, us. It's been ruined. It's been killed. <clears throat> Unless it's taking back Sunday. Mm, yeah I'm, I'm for that always yes <laughs> um so and and especially the thing about not having 13 dinner guests oh, oh you, yeah tell I us that. About that oh so this is this is great so you know how uh what number was it number five with dinner parties on the 13th being unlucky mm-hmm. so in italy they have this whole concept of you can rent a friend to come with you. If you have 13 people in a dinner party, you can just hire out this friend to come sit at your table so you don't have 13. <laughs> and I think that's really funny. What I really want, this just appeared to me, um, like a Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah. Who's just like, hello. Yes. And then just like gets into your party. That would be the best day oh ever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we do that when you retire? Can you volunteer to be the 13th, like the the, the volunteer friend? I really want to be. Like like old people are ushers. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> sounds like such a great job. I I need to move to Italy, apparently, mm-hmm. when I reach retirement age. And yeah, I'll just go sit and eat lunch with people. I wonder if they pay for your meal. I should look into that. Like, do you have to pay yeah, for your I own? Or is that covered? It would just be neat to like eavesdrop without being rude. Mm-hmm. Just get in on other people's business. Like I'm allowed. I'm allowed to listen to these yeah, things right I'll now. Buy my own lunch if I can weigh in on your ex-husband. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds great. This. 
I want this to be my job. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Oh, so this 13 club. <laughs> um so he founds he founds a club called the 13 Club. Um, a very exclusive society. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that just have you watched um Inventing is it Inven- Inventing Anna? You watched that yet? No. You're so poor. You know what's I need to watch it now. I feel left out. She's trying to make it. She's she's trying to make a social club. It's the whole. Oh she's God. like a little con, con artist. She's real good at it. I like it. But she's done the the Anadelphi Foundation. Like it's, oh, I'm watching immediately. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And then you'll just want to say things in that accent forever. Yes. Yes. Um, anyways, <laughs> poor people couldn't be in this. So they would regularly meet to have dinner on the 13th day of the month in the 13th room of the Knickerbocker Cottage, which was just like a restaurant that Fowler owned. Um, and then before sitting down for a 13 course dinner, members would pass beneath a ladder. <laughs> They're just asking for They're it. Just asking for it. And a banner reading Morituri te salutamos, salutamos, which is Latin for those those of us who are about to die, salute you. Nice. The, I'm formerly accustomed to those who are about to rock. We salute you. Yes. From ACDC. That's where my brain goes to <laughs> immediately. <laughs> um, uh, former U.S. presidents Chester, Arthur, Grover, Cleveland, Benjamin Harris, and Theodore Roosevelt were members of the 13 Club. Well, that's definitely exclusive. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Well, what I wish they would have done, they passed under a ladder. Why didn't they have like 13 black cats or something? 13 black cats under a ladder, break a mirror. Yeah. And then just like, (gasps) fuck you, luck. Yeah. I like it. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. Let's make our own. It's a little risky. That's true. And I don't want to do anything that'll make the cats upset. Only if they volunteer to walk in my path. That's fair. (laughs) I guess they probably would not love like being carted around and like cat carriers and then brought in like it's not really their thing is it no it's really not and like i don't know that many cats i know some which is adorable that walk around on leashes or in backpacks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is cute i would love to do this with winry she would not do it my sister-in-law is a pug person <clears throat> you get it heidi we can call you that right people who you know there are some kinds of dogs where like you're a person with a dog uh-huh. and there are some kind of dogs where it's like oh you're that kind of person now right like you are a person who has pugs and that makes you a pug person mm-hmm. um pugs get overheated really easily Aww. so they have like a really classy stroller that's adorable yeah. and like backpack like baby carriers for dogs like it's a whole thing so their dogs can go with them wherever they go. That dog is living the fucking dream. Yeah, it's delightful. Oh my god. The dog's been to Moab several times. <sighs> like they That's go really on cool. Fun trips and they're just happy wherever they go cuz they have little carrying apparatuses. That's perfect. Can you My dog's 120 pounds. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. I'd have to get one of those like um utility wagons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Could you, I could just I could picture it. Like seven people pushing it up just like yep and then he'll just get out now i just imagine him being carried on like you know those like little platforms that they used to carry people on oh what a palanquin yes (laughs) yes that's what i'm imagining right now and you know walter would love that he would he would think that was the best thing ever he'd be licking whatever hand was closest to him exactly he's got a real licking problem real gracious about it too yeah (laughs) 
I want to do this. It's so heavy, but I think it would be worth it. If there's like six of us, it would be yeah, fine. It's easy when there's that many. Yeah. Spread it out. Easy. We've bought more than 120 pounds of groceries before, I bet. Going to Costco. Oh, yeah. Any Costco trip, that's guaranteed. Easy peasy. Done. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Number nine. Number nine. Okay. Some famous people who were born on Friday the 13th. Um, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who, if you're not from our era, you might not know them, but they were like... I remember them being like the epitome of cool. Like, everything. They were absolutely everything. So they were born Friday, June 13th, 1986. Um, and these badass bitches were billionaires by the time they were 18. So I'm pretty sure like if that day was unlucky, they would not have made that. They might also be witches. I honestly think they are. And that's what makes it cooler. They feel kind of magical, they don't they? Are. From when they were like six in mm-hmm. those overalls. Oh, my God. Until they were preteens with, like, the zigzag parts. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Their hair was everything I ever wanted to be. Did you ever watch the movie Our Lips Are Sealed? I love Our Best Lips Are movie. Sealed. Best movie ever. And I wanted to be them so badly. They went to Australia. They went to R- Rome. Rome. They did everything. They were all of it. They were so cool. So they were born on Friday the 13th. I'm convinced it's a good day. Absolutely. Um, another one of my favorites, Julia Louise Dreyfus. <gasps> oh, I love her. She's amazing. The- so good. So good. She was born on January 13th, 1961, which was honestly like, just like, that's like a cool day. Like, I don't know why it I feel like feel January nice. like 13th. Like, that sounds cool. So she was also like. So she was on Seinfeld, right? And mm-hmm. she was the first main cast member who was actually able to break the, like, infamous Seinfeld curse. I don't know what that is. So it was, like, this perceived lack of success, um, uh, like, for any, like, for Seinfeld itself. Um, like, it's, like, all of these people who worked on Seinfeld, like, were supposed to be, like, these, like, lack of success. Like, it was, like, a cause of lack of success. She's That sounds ridiculous to think of now. It, it is. It is. Like, because you look at all of them and I'm like, "Mm, they all they all have quite a bit of luck. So I don't understand where that happened. Mm -hmm. I don't understand where that curse came from. But she was like one of the infamous notorious ones for just being like, nah, fuck it. I'm a rock star. And it was true. And it's true. She is. She's an absolute goddamn rock star. And I love her to death. My favorite line that she says in that whole series is, I mentioned the bisque. <laughs> Brian and I were just saying that one the it's other so night. Good. Yada yada yada. I mentioned the bisque. <laughs> Gosh. It's so good. Um Steve Buscemi was born on December 13th, 1957, which was also a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was really cool. Alfred Hitchcock, the king of suspense, was born on August 13th, 1899. What a spooky birthday for a spooky dude. What a spooky dude. Coolest thing ever. So let's see. What day was it? Friday, August 13th, 1999. Mm -hmm. Another Friday the 13th was going to be his 100th birthday. He didn't make it then, but like that was going to be his 100th birthday. Like that's super cool. Right? Wow. Um, So another interesting thing about him and Friday the 13th is he made his directorial debut in 1922 with a movie called Number 13. Um. And that one was doomed from the start and never actually got off the ground due to financial trouble. So there's the curse of Friday the 13th. Ooh, did it star a brunette? Oh, did it? All of his other movies ended blondes. That's true. So I true. wonder if he switched Maybe that. he switched. 
<laughs> I have to find out. I'm going to look. Listen, everybody, you're beautiful no matter what color your hair is. 100%. Don't let Alfred tell you anything about that. He does not know. He knows shit about other things, but not your hair. Mm-mm. Not your hair. He, he can't. He can't say anything about that. Mostly bald. Does he have any, like, actual input on hair then at that point? No, like, no. I mean, he can, I guess, but, like... He did because he was in charge, but it doesn't mm, mean he was right. Yeah, no. No. Cool birthday, though. Cool birthday. What a And pretty cool dude. that, like, a hundred years later, he was... Yes. It was going to be Friday the 13th again. That's way cool. I like it. I like it. Very good. Very good. All right. Number 10. <laughs> We so we have we do like um last two years we had themed Halloween movie months yes. for October. And um the first year we did psychological thrillers and this year we watched slasher movies. Ooh. I didn't watch rated R movies for a big chunk of my life. So whenever when you watch these, usually when you're like 13 uh-huh. at a sleepover. Obviously. I saw one scary movie at Jasmine's house on Laserdisc. Oh, when I was in maybe fifth grade, that was pretty amazing. I think I think I thought it was a Freddy Krueger movie. No, I'm not sure. Okay, at a swimming pool, an alien comes out of a guy's stomach. It's not alien. It's not alien because they're at like a like a pool party with teenagers in a backyard. Okay, what movie is that? I have no idea. Is it a Freddy Krueger? It wasn't the first one because I watched that this year, and there's no pool party. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know Freddy Krueger's in your dreams? I had no idea. What? He's in your dream. Have you seen it? No. Like, I I mean, I've like, I've like. He lives in their dreams and then he like gets out. Is that how that works? It's amazing. I mean, it's it's bad, but it's great. That's terrifying. It is terrifying. (laughs) Mm -mm. But we're talking about Friday the 13th. Um, This is another situation where if you haven't seen it yet, I'm really sorry. But there's a there's a jump scare at the very end of Friday the 13th. I won't tell you what it is. Um, I get through that whole movie like a normal person, mm-hmm. just like a little a little shivery. Yeah, that happened. And I screamed out like my Fair. throat hurt, screamed. It got me so hard. Just ah, in the I, basement. I need to watch. So I say I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it as an adult. I watched it when I was like seven. Oh, that's too little. I had no idea what was happening. Oh, yeah. Again, it was a sleepover. And I think it was like her (laughs) brother was watching it. And so we ended up watching it. So I never pieced together that that's what was happening. Had no idea. I feel like now I have no idea what the whole movie is even about anymore. So I think um, think this year I'm watching it. I'll tell you about it. Um, Okay. It was, it's the first of, of many in a franchise. It came out in 1980. It's about a group of teenage camp counselors okay. who are fixing up the camp and getting it ready to open up again. It's been closed and like abandoned for quite a while mm-hmm. because um, Jason Voorhees was killed there. Okay. And okay. Um, through the whole movie, he's supposed to be dead. Like the, the screen, the screenplay writer... Um, Victor Miller, he originally wanted to title it A Long Night at Camp Blood, which is just not as good as Friday the 13th. Yeah, no, that's too much. Um, Sean Cunningham, who was the producer and director, suggested the name change and then immediately went out and like had art made for it and stuff. Okay. So it's a little bit like, why is it called that? They don't really talk about it. (laughs) That's why. Because the screenwriter, the, like the screenplay writer did not come up with the name. So that's why there feels like it's just a little like disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Just a name for a namesake. So the whole time, um, 
there is a, I don't want to tell you who the killer is, but mm-hmm. it's this person and it's because Jason's dead. Okay. So at the end, the guy, the, the director had just seen Carrie. Oh I guess God. there's a big jump scare in a Carrie. Yeah. I can't remember. I've only seen parts of Carrie. Um, and he was like, we need one of those too. That's I mean, fair. Because why not? And so he's like, you know who it should be? Jason, the dead kid. Oh, my God. So you still won't be ready for it. I've told you what it is. You still won't be ready. We'll still I will make you scream out loud. As soon as I watch it this year, I'll message you and you'll understand. You'll know exactly what, what <laughs> it happened. It just happened. <laughs> um, so uh, that wasn't supposed to happen, but they added it in at the end. And um, so Jason, the hockey mask guy, who's mm-hmm. the who's the villain, isn't the he's not the villain in the first Friday the 13th movie. I think he doesn't even show up until maybe the third as the villain. That's wild. Seth looked it up when we were watching it. Because the whole time we were like, where's the hockey mask guy? Like, why have we not seen him yet? <laughs> we were real confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, like, he's like, he's the whole character. Yeah. Like, he's the one you think of. That makes me want to tell everybody. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny story about um, my true love, Seth Taylor. <laughs> It's it's the same. We're like, where is that guy? We were watching Silence of the Lambs, which is one of my favorite movies. It's such a good movie. We're currently making like a top 50 ranking, like what are our top 50 favorite movies? Okay. Silence of the Lambs is probably in my top 10. Um, Not taking any notes on that. It's just true. Mm -hmm. And I was watching it. Seth had never seen it before. He was watching with me. And we're like, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes in. And he's like, where are all the weird little kids? Oh, no. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, like the. Like the, are there possessed kids? And I was like, in Silence of the Lambs? And I don't know how we came to the conclusion, but one of us was like, like children of the corn? (laughs) And he's like, Silence of the Lambs, children Children of of the the corn. corn. (laughs) He thought we were watching a completely different movie than we Oh my God, that is... That is completely different. They're not even on the same planet. Not even close. I mean, technically, I think they're based on the same planet. That's fair, but... No. No. Those little children have nothing to do with fava beans and a nice Chianti. Not at all. So nobody ever goes. I just had chills. Just gave me the creeps. I just oh. had chills. I love that movie so much. Mm, so good. And it's not children of the corn. So prep your sweet husband for that if that's what's going to go on in your house. Mm-hmm. Just so he knows from the beginning. It's a good thing to know from the beginning because that kind of does ruin the whole movie if that's what you're expecting. They've got to be around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're, they're definitely not. <laughs> Oh man, that's the, I mean, I've told you the other story too, but that's the second time that happened in our oh, family. Oh, that's true. Because I thought I was watching the beach and I was actually watching Shutter Island. Completely different. Very different. Mm, those are that's a whole different experience. At least they both have Leo. That's a win. But I was scared. <laughs> I did not know what was happening. No. That's no. Um and so that happened at our <laughs> Oh my god. Um, do I have anything else I want to tell you that's cool about this? Oh, it was actually wildly successful. They made a ton of money. They came out with a second one just a year later. I don't know how many there are now. Like Baker's 13? dozen, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Um, and Kevin Bacon was in it. <sighs> Kevin he doesn't Bacon. do any dancing. So that's unfortunate. Don't get your hopes up. But uh it's a great, it's a great movie. <laughs> scare the shit out of you at the very end the whole rest of the time you're like don't do that don't do that just like you want to very like where's your mother mm-hmm. and then at the end it's like oh that was pretty scary yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And that's Friday the 13th. You're welcome. Don't even need to watch it now. I really summed it up for you. It's true. You should still watch it. I'm still going to watch it. I'll report back. <laughs> it was a great, a great theme for the year mm-hmm. to watch slasher movies. We did Friday the 13th, Freddy Krueger, or what's it called? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Halloween. Mm, yep. So I actually read that like Friday the 13th was kind of a ripoff of night of uh, Halloween. Halloween had come out. Ooh, maybe the year before. Okay. And they were like, we should make a horror movie also because that one did so well. Okay. So it's not a straight ripoff. Okay. Um, But it is like a slasher movie. Yeah. And they were like, this will be great because theirs did great. Theirs did awesome. And it does have the same, um, like, last woman standing yep. kind of situation, okay. which is fun. I enjoy it. I like it. it. Are those, did we watch more than that? Oh, um... I know what you did last summer. Oh, that's a good one. Where you do not see Jennifer Love Hewitt's titties. And no. I just feel like people should know that before they get into it. You should, it. because I feel like I feel like we were lied to. It's incredibly disappointing. Yeah. And then I was talking to Darren about it. Was it Darren? I think it was Darren. He was like, you don't see her titties anywhere. No, and you I don't. Think, well, how? That's fine. It's up to her, I guess. It I is. It is up to choice, her. But I just feel like. I I think my hurt feelings come from the fact that I feel lied to because I feel like so many people like led me to believe that. Right. That's why it was rated R. It's That's why we rude. couldn't watch yeah, it because right? there were going to be titties. Yeah. No. Zero titties. That's dumb. <sighs> anyway, I watched that movie. It was good. <laughs> um. So I don't know what theme we're going to do this year. I'm excited. I want to know. But it'll when be you guys figure it out, I don't think Seth has seen any like Hitchcock movies. Maybe we could go classic horror movies. Hitchcock movies are good, but I've seen most of them. So that maybe wouldn't. I don't know what we should do. He, you know, we probably have talked about it and have an idea, and I just don't remember. That's usually what happens to me. Yeah, I love Halloween movies. I do too. They're <laughs> so good. They're so good. <sighs> oh, let's see. Number number eleven. Are we mm-hmm. on? We're on number eleven. Number eleven. Okay, so number 11 in British culture, Friday and 13 are associated with capital punishment. Gross. Which is just gross, just upsetting. And I understand why you would think that's pretty goddamn unlucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so Friday was the day of the hangman or the noose, um, as many public hangings took place on this day. And then to go along with that, there were exactly 13 steps to the gallows. Ooh. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I don't like it. Why do you want to tort? They're already going to die. Right? Give them a break. Can you... This this feels superficial and dumb of me, but like, can you imagine having to walk 13 steps? That's a lot. That's a lot of steps. Like... Is the hood already on? Because you could trip several times. A million times on just 13 steps alone. Not only am I dead, but I'm embarrassed. Right? Like, do you have... Do you have to do that? And like... Do I have to exercise before this happens? <laughs> like, that feels rude. I was taking a day. Honestly. Yeah. Gross. So that's that's one unlucky thing about. I, I just. Yeah. No. Capital punishment in general. And then associating that with Friday the 13th. I get it. I get not liking Friday the 13th for that. Not good. Um, I'm going to sneak in again and do number 12. Mm hmm. So we talked about the movie version of Friday the 13th. There was also a novelization version of Friday the 13th. Um, So that is the title of the book, and it is by Thomas W. Lawson. Um, He spent a lot of his time before writing this book in the stock market and understood a lot of what happened there. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and he wrote a book about Friday the 13th in the stock market. Basic premise is Bob Brownlee. He's a successful trader on Wall Street who falls in love with um, a Southern belle named Beulah Sands. That's an um, interesting name. Beulah. Um, Beulah Sands. Um, and Beulah Sands has come to New York with her life savings in order to protect the good name of her father back in Virginia. He's a judge and kind of had some shit happen um, and lost a bunch of money and needs some money to pay back his creditors. Um, so she comes to New York and meets uh, Bob and they do some trading and are doing pretty well or have the money back plus some. And this is where greed comes in. You should stop while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. They don't. They lose all of the money due to some back back end trades that were like made to they, they had all their money in sugar and mm. some back end deals were made to make it so sugar was going to fail. <gasps> and he's like, well, fuck these people. Mm hmm. He ends up, I'm, I'm kind of kind of stop it here and just say he comes up with some plans to uh, ruin people's lives and crash the market on Friday the 13th. Um, and so what he does, if you guys want to read the book, I don't want to ruin the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole premise is he's going to he's going to crash the market and do some shit. Just chaos. Mass chaos on Friday the 13th. Wow. I do have to say, this is really funny. This website that I went to to kind of like... Get a good synopsis, because obviously I haven't read it. I kind of want to read it now, but mm-hmm. I haven't read it before. <laughs> um, but this this article that I'm reading, um, and it's on past offenses, and it's by, uh, they don't say who the person is. It's just by past offenses. <laughs> they talk about how he's great at describing Wall Street, but he's real bad at the lovey-dovey stuff. It's, it's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, and I'm going to read this quote from a book, because I kind of died. Um, okay, here we go. But again, I saw a picture that transfixed me. Bob had taken Beulah by both shoulders, and he held her off and looked into her eyes long and beseechingly. Never before, nor since, have I seen upon a human face that glorious joy which the old masters sought to get into the faces of their worshippers who, kneeling before Christ, tried to send him through their eyes their soul's gratitude and love. I stood as one enthralled, slowly and as reverently as the living lover touches the brow of his dead wife. Bob bent his head and kissed her forehead. What? I know. Is she Jesus or dead? Uh, both. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. It was a real, real bad, real bad moment. And that's a, it's not good. Apparently the rest of the writing's pretty good, like about all the Wall Street stuff. Just fair warning, when you go into it, don't expect the love story to be written out as well as it could. Barf. I would give it zero out of five chili peppers <laughs> no spice no spice negative spice once you've compared me to a corpse that's dry that as a bone it. yep there is there is nothing there gross right ew I know Bob why Ugh. why why did you have to go there why that was a real bummer mm-hmm. <laughs> sure it's a great book I'm sure it's great just Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to um, round out our baker's dozen, Woo-hoo. 13 is going to help us out. 13, I went to the Farmer's Almanac and I found 13 ways to improve your luck on Friday the 13th. Perfect. So hopefully we don't ruin our lives. Yeah. You ready? Love it. Let's go. First one, keep your fingers crossed. Crossed. Making the sign of the cross. 
It's like a Christian symbol. It's supposed to keep evil spirits away. So I don't think it. I ever realized that that's what that was. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer now. Mm, yeah, and I, don't I like send it that emoji a lot. I do so. too. Yeah. Um, number two, knock on wood. This is cute as fuck. Are you ready? <gasps> yes. Good spirits live in trees, and knocking on anything made from wood can call upon their spirits oh for God. protection. <laughs> I so love it. knock on wood instead. It's excellent. Yeah. I just knocked on fake wood. My probably. Amazon desk that has yeah. a wood sticker on it, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> number three, find a four-leaf clover. Ancient druids believed that shamrocks helped you to see evil spirits so you could avoid them. Okay. It's pretty cool. I like that. Number four, wear your clothes inside out. Um, <laughs> I was like to trick them, but no, um, nobody really knows where the origin comes from, but like wearing your clothes inside out or backwards is supposed to bring you good luck. So little kids wear their jammies inside out if they want tomorrow to be a snow day. Oh my God, that's adorable. And I don't know if you watch a lot of baseball. This house does. Um, when in, Whenever you're in a game and you want it to turn around, like mm-hmm. your team's losing, everybody turns their hats inside out and puts them back on. Oh, okay. Um, and I thought it was just like a symbol, like turn it around. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's also lucky. Okay, that makes sense. I just hope that I don't have to work on Friday the 13th if I'm going to do that because that feels real embarrassing. Yeah. Wearing your clothes weird. Yeah. Um, wear your underwear inside out. Oh, perfect. Then Easy. no one knows and Great. you're still lucky. Tell me, though, because I think it's funny. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number five, look at the new moon over your right shoulder. I did a little research for us. Okay. So the last new moon before Friday the 13th today, what? oh, it's too late now, was on April 30th. Okay. Um, Looking over your right shoulder at the new moon is good because um, the new moon is good is ripe for undertaking new enterprises. Okay. But if you see the new moon for the first time over your left shoulder, bad luck. Probably stay home today because now you've got doubles up. You know what's you know? going to be real tough for me is I don't know my right from left. Oh. So I'm going to accidentally look over my left shoulder is if what's going to happen. If they haven't taught us to pledge allegiance, I would be really bad at that. Sometimes I still forget. And then they tell you, you know, like your left hand has the L, but then like you look at them and it's like, which one's the L? Like when you're in the moment, in you the heat know. of it, like, do you know? Like, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I feel like dyslexia is probably really closely related to ADHD. I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got to be the same little part of our brains. Right. I don't know. Because I was like, I don't know which way an L goes. <laughs> I do, but I don't. No, not in the moment. Like when they say, look at this fine, this picture and see what's wrong with it. If it's like a backwards S, fuck you. Yeah, that sucks. It still looks like a S to me. I right? don't know why. I'll talk about it later. I guess. <laughs> Number six, sleep facing south. Okay. It's from um, Feng Shui. Okay. And it's supposed to promote good health and fortune to sleep facing south. I like that. Number seven, break clear, uncolored glass to av- to avert misfortune. It's like the opposite of breaking a mirror. Okay, because I was about to I was about to say that feels opposite, right? And then the glass is supposed to take your the ill fortune in your place. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Number eight, walk in the rain. That just feels beautiful every time, right? Um, rain is supposed to be just a symbol of good luck. Yeah. Um, that probably goes back to when we needed rain to grow crops, right? Um, so when rain came, it just was like, yeah, well, maybe we won't die. Yay! You know, so good feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number nine, sleep on unironed sheets. Not hard. No, I never iron my sheets. Never have. So good luck for me. Yeah, every l- day of my life. Lucky all the time. Number ten, avoid cracks in the sidewalk. Okay. We're not sure if it's about your mother's back or if it came from before that. Okay. Um, but either way, maybe don't trip if you, you won't trip if you avoid them. So it's probably good. Probably. Number 11, carry an acorn in your pocket. That's really cute. It's cute as hell. 
Acorn, um, the fruit of the sturdy oak tree. Um, they're an ancient symbol of fertility and long life. Oh, I don't know so. if I want like the fertility part, but. Well, fertility doesn't just mean making babies. I guess that's true. You want to be a creator of things. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I want to be fertile in life. I want things to grow around me. Well, this is great. This fall when I have this happen, because we, we have a tree and it drops acorns all the time. Oh, nice. So I'll just go pick one up. Keep it in your pocket. Yeah. I love that. I love it. And then um, like the next year when you put your coat back on. There'll be an acorn in your pocket. It'd be super cute. It'd be almost better than finding $5. Right? That's really neat. Almost. (laughs) Money's pretty cool. It's true. Hard to beat. Um, Number 12, sneeze three times before breakfast. How do you control that? Yeah, I don't know. And they didn't say why other than three is a lucky number. Did it have to be like in a row or could you just like stop for a second and sneeze again? I usually always sneeze in threes. I usually do too. But I just don't know how I like induce that. Yeah. You could just... mm, I don't know. Pe- pe- pepper. Pepper? Does that work for people or just cartoons? I don't know. Maybe just cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then number 13, pick up a pencil, a pin, a penny, or a piece of coal from the street. Like find a penny, pick it, pick up, it up all day long. You'll have good luck. Oh. And those things, all of those things will help you get some good luck to counteract the bad your luck. bad luck. That or um, just... Trust, trust Taylor Swift to save us all. And go buy a baker's dozen of cupcakes and eat the eat the extra one. Why is that not a thing we're always doing on Friday the 13th? I'm going to do it now. Let's go get let's 13 go get some, cupcakes. Let's go get some cupcakes. Sounds excellent. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> hey, friends, to, go get yourself some cupcakes. Want to eat in the car on the way home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hope you guys have good luck today. I hope you guys do, too. Let's do this again sometime. Say hi to your mom for me. Bye.